This episode of The Kona Edge is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at thekonaedge.com forward slash free trial. With titles like Rich Rolls' Finding Ultra, Rejecting Middle Age, Becoming One of the World's Fittest Men and Discovering Myself, or Chris Froome's autobiography, The Climb, Audible has you covered. With over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, discover more at thekonaedge.com forward slash free trial. Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome back to yet another edition of the Kona Edge. It's time to talk some running, and I'm super excited to welcome our next guest back on, Wayne Matthews. Wayne, welcome. Thanks for, for joining us again. Thanks for having us, Brad. Well, and the reason I'm really excited to chat about your running particularly is because you do come from st- such a, a strong running background. And, and a lot of people will say, oh, if you want to be really good at the sport, you have to be able to run well. W- would you agree with that? Or, or would you say to somebody, you know what, even if running's not your strongest now, you can learn to be a better runner and you can get there? Yeah, I think it's probably the most underrated one for, um, I guess, anything outside of hard work. People don't focus a lot on technique where whereas there's a lot of improvement still to be made um and also you know like the the triathlon has such a huge bike culture people want to bike fast and they forget about the run and it's it's just you know in my experience especially the longer you go even with the bike being a more significant part of the race you can lose more time on the run easily than you can on the bike you can still roll around on the bike and move okay whereas the run as soon as you're gone that's it you're done i love that and and i think that is so important to 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 take note of as well for you it must be a massive confidence booster knowing that at the end of the bike this is where you're you're really good at although in saying that it's also easy to get carried away if you know that this is your strong one and that's exactly what you told us the first time we chatted your your pacing in 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 that uh, first year of Ironman is is something you struggle with because you you obviously felt good and this is what I'm good at but then halfway through the marathon uh, it's a different story yeah definitely and you know like like I've I've mentioned before like the 70.3 distance suits me quite well I find that a bit towards a bit more towards my threshold sort of running so I can get away with um, I guess being a bit poorer with my pacing or going off a bit hard and still be able to hold on quite well. Whereas when you do an Ironman, especially with the marathon distance, it's just not the case. And I lack that strength coming from a shorter distance running background. Even with my running background, I still lack uh, the strength a lot of it, the time to, to kind of do well. And I guess a lot of people who assume that I might run even faster, um, you know, uh, I, I I don't do that all the time. And a lot of that's, yeah, the pacing, but also, um, yeah, the efficiency of how you run and how you, how you train as well. Let's talk about those things, efficiency, pacing, and particularly guys and girls that you see coming into the sport, coming from a running background, you probably spot it a lot easier than most. What are some of the most common mistakes you see people making when it comes to their, their Ironman run? Uh, well, in terms of... Um, yeah, pacing uh, is the first thing. I think a lot of people kid themselves on how fast they're going to run, and that's people that I've worked with personally in terms of athletes, but also, um, yeah, just the way that you see people running, um, knowing that they're not going to go that fast. Um, you know, 
if you break down an Ironman run, people are people are going to fade. There's going to be a fade in a run. Very few people are able to speed up. But if you look at the first half marathon and people's second half marathon, people yeah don't don't pace well. They go off way way too fast, and um, it's just not cut out for that. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is just how people run. I don't think people take the time to think about what they're doing. They just assume that they can obviously run, and they're just going to go at a pace and try and grind out what they can for as long as they can. Um, but, you know, like with everything, there's ways they can focus on being efficient when things get tough, and that, that makes a big difference in in how how you can limit how much you slow down. As far Let's talk about the, the efficiency side of things. What, what sort of stuff would you advise? I know it's difficult in this forum, but uh, what, what would you advise people to do when it comes to running more efficiently? Uh, well, I think the first thing I always – get people to do and you know i do this in conjunction with um uh one of our physiotherapists that we have in our community who's also a, a really good triathlete is um people have to look at their mobility and and what they're able to do one of the biggest hindrances to people's run efficiency is their inability to move their joints through a good range of movement and people in triathlon tend to have very very poor um what we call lower chain flexibility so they're not they don't have a lot of flexibility in their in their hip flexors their hamstrings their glutes etc and that's just gonna you know once they do more and more biking more and more running they're going to get tighter and tighter if they don't focus on it and um that's one of the biggest the first drawbacks to it is is their mobility it's something i, I always focus on with athletes that i work with and something that i have a good level of myself and then the second thing is to kind of make them aware of being compact as a runner so knowing the things that are inefficient things like overstriding their arm carriage their body posture and the things that are gonna make them slow down and again i look at it from more of a, a a kind of physics point of view is that you know how much energy are you losing every time you hit the floor and i try and limit those things as much as i can brilliant run workout wise what sort of stuff do you love doing uh, I guess I go back to kind of my, my track days. I really enjoy the kind of above threshold sort of stuff when I'm kind of getting towards the point where I, you know, I might be in the last six weeks of a build towards a race and I get to do, you know, things like I like doing, um, you know, things like 400s or something on short recovery where I get to kind of improve my cruising speed. So above, above race pace, above threshold and, you know, short recovery and get to kind of um, work more at um, uh, you know a higher cadence, a higher pace, so that you know when I when I get into my my, my race stuff, it feels a lot easier. And as far as gains, uh, I mean, it's probably difficult because you've been running for for so long. But is there something that you feel you've done or continue to do that really gives and and helps you get good gains on the run? Um, I think going back to the first point I mentioned before is the thing that I've continued to, I guess work more and more on as I've become a triathlete and a little bit older and a little bit smarter is the uh, kind of um, strength and conditioning side of it. So, yeah, so I have, I do regular um, kind of functional movement, mobility sets. Um, yeah. And, and strength and conditioning with a, with a personal trainer as well. So yeah, I find that sort of side of it makes, gives me the capacity to be more efficient as an athlete and hold my form for a lot better for a lot longer. Brilliant. So, Wayne Matthews, thank you so much for your time once again here on the Cone Edge. Looking forward to chatting about your nutrition strategy, but we'll, we'll save that for another day. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Run like the wind. 
Our next free online running seminar is happening soon. Sign up now on the KonaEdge.com slash running seminar. Don't forget, you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free audible trial at the KonaEdge.com forward slash free trial. One of the 180,000 titles available, and you can download it for free right now, is Matt Fitzgerald's Iron War, Dave Scott, Mark Allen, and the greatest race ever run. Each man holds a thousand-yard stare behind sports sunglasses, but their slack cheeks betray a deathly wariness. They are not alone. A caravan of mopeds, bicycles, cars, jeeps, and trucks has formed behind the athletes. The spectators aboard these conveyances, having been drawn into the convoy by the spreading news of the spectacle they now behold. A few of the motorized vehicles and most of the bikes should not be where they are, as the highway is closed to normal transit. But the race marshals have lost control and no longer care. Caught up in the same hypnosis as everyone else, they simply follow and watch. It is a strange apparition, this silent caravan, a sort of motley roving amphitheater made stranger still by its silence. Those watching dare not speak a word for fear of breaking the spell in which all are complicit. Aside from the occasional shout of encouragement from a volunteer at a roadside drink station, the only sound to be heard is the rhythmic huffing of the athletes' exhalations and the soft slapping of their feet against the pavement. To download that book, head over to the KonaEdge.com forward slash free trial. If you'd like to access the commercial free feed of the Kona Edge, go to the KonaEdge.com forward slash support. <laughs> 